people can just take a two or three day window and address the contents in the right way. It's going to diminish the cost of the project for them and speed it up, really. Before we get into today's episode, I want to offer you a free service and a free gift. Yes, a free gift. You're a loyal best ever listener. You deserve free gifts. And it's from our best ever partner, Secure Pay One, the landlord helper. So are you a landlord or investor who's self-managing? Well, if you're self-managing, is that the best way to scale your business? And are you fulfilled by self-managing or would you rather be doing other stuff with your time? Like, I don't know, scaling your business, scaling your portfolio, making more money, bringing more rentals, rental income coming in because you're acquiring more properties. If you want to scale, if you're not getting fulfilled by self-managing, then here comes a free service. Here comes a free gift. Linda Libatory, you know her, episode 714. I interviewed her about her best ever advice. Talked to her about her company, which is the solution to your problem. Secure Pay One, the landlord helper. They handle the phone calls. They handle the rent collections. They handle late payment reminders. They handle the lease violation notices. Everything from the text messages, reminders, all the way to collecting the ACH payments. Linda's team will help you scale your business, whether you've got 500 units or even a handful of units go to mylandlordhelper.com forward slash joe that's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash joe they're going to give you a free 30 minute goal strategy session they'll give you free setup and the first 30 days free mylandlordhelper.com forward slash joe again if you are self-managing and you're not fulfilled by self-managing and you agree that there's a better way to scale your business, scale your investments, then go to mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Take Linda and her team up on their generous offer of giving you a trial and a strategy session to see if it's right for you. Mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. With us today, Jackie Denny. How you doing, Jackie? Fine, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Well, great. Nice to have you on the show. And this is going to be an interesting conversation because you're coming at it from a different angle than a lot of the guests. And best ever listeners, let me fill you in on Jackie's background a little bit. She is the founder and chief development officer of Everything But The House. She launched Everything But The House in 2008 with a business partner after 20 years at the helm of a Cincinnati-based real estate sale business sorting it out. She has identified a need for white glove service that could help families during their life transitions by selling all of their items at true market value. So basically, she's selling everything but the house. So all the items inside it, she sold her tour bus before because a family owned a tour bus, etc. And so think about this from a couple perspectives, and then I'll introduce Jackie and let her introduce herself in more detail. Think about it from the perspective of if you're a real estate agent or wholesaler, and you've had the challenge of, oh my goodness, I've got this house full of stuff. How do I get rid of it? Do I have a garage sale? Do I find other methods? Do I just put it in a dumpster? Here's a solution. And then also, Jackie and her team, they're doing 450 houses a month across, I believe, 29 states. So she's got access and insight into 
markets that are hot right now, and then perhaps some markets that, according to her, might be primed for the picking. So we're going to talk through all that. With that being said, Jackie, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus? Background is went to Xavier University in Cincinnati in business and marketing. I uh, came out was working for Avon Corporate, had the experience of a family member who had passed away with a sizable estate, very nice things, paintings, rugs, jewelry, hired the local guy that the attorney suggested, and in his defense, the internet was not around at that time. This was back in the early 70s, but the problem was when it went in the front yard, uh, the people that bought it that day made more than the family who was selling it. So from a marketing perspective, that just didn't feel right. So it started a long journey. I did an estate tag sale company called Sorting It Out. And then when we realized what was happening was because of the size of the generation who are now emptying their homes, everybody's content needed more than a local audience. Brian Graves and myself established everything but the house in 2007, and we've grown double digits every year since. Can real estate investors make money by hiring everything but the house? Absolutely, especially real estate investors. A lot of the investors will go in and buy the house lock, stock, and barrel with content simply because it's usually a family who's out of town from grandma or mom. They don't see value in the contents at all. They know the house has some value. They'll come through and take out personal papers and pictures, but then they'll leave the basement full, the attic full, the garage full. And for most guys that buy real estate, they'll pull up a dumpster and they'll dumpster stuff. For those groups who start using it in the last 10 years, there are times where I'm turning the contents into $60,000, $70,000, and that's a lot of money to offset your project. Oh, it's a whole bunch of money. That could be much more than the project itself. Absolutely. There are times where we go in a house and the contents are worth more than the house that you just bought to, mm -hmm. to rehab. So it only takes a few key items found in an inventory that can really make that happen for you. What are the most common key items that are left behind that are sold for a whole bunch of money? One of the areas is books, antique books or first edition books. A lot of people don't think of books of value, but even the books from the 50s from the authors like Steinbeck and Hemingway, first edition of those can go for two, three grand. And that's most of the things that are still sitting on the bookshelf for mom and dad because they read those as classics and they saved them. Old tools can be another area of things left behind. Most people that are 60 years plus either touch the depression or their parents did. So you'll be amazed at how many times we find coin collections hidden in houses that were left behind. Mm. Those turn into a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So coin collections, old tools, first edition of books. How does it work? Let's just go through a hypothetical scenario that your team comes across all the time, I imagine. And that is, I just bought a house. It's got a bunch of stuff in it. What do I do and what can I expect after I call you? When you call us, we come out and we do a free consultation. That first consultation is about a half hour to 45 minutes. It gets us both an opportunity to walk the property, 
will point out what the whole process is going to be because every process is a big puzzle we take and then put together in the best way we can. So there will be saleable items, there will be donatable items, and then there will be plain trash. But the nice thing from an investment point of view, instead of having four dumpsters, if we turn even half of that into saleable, 20% into donatable that's facilitated by somebody else picking it up, you're now down to maybe one dumpster. And that's probably $400 and all the labor that went with it. So it can continually be an added value as our process goes along for somebody who's buying houses full and flipping them. I'm sure your team has some screening questions prior to doing the initial free consultation so that you can qualify your leads better. What are some screening questions or how do you screen them? Well, probably the biggest screening questions we ask are, has there been water damage in the home? Has that sat without electricity for two, three years? Was this a house where 22 cats lived? Because those are the most difficult houses to really make any money out of in the end. Basically, it's been water damage and there's mold and mildew on everything. But other than that, we really don't do a heavy screening because if I do that, Joe, then I'm asking you to decide what is the value there. And I promise you, most people focus on antique furniture right now. And antique furniture is very soft because of the size of the generation that's downsizing at the same time. And they're not thinking of those old baseball cards or the 1940s red pennant that's hanging on the wall. So those are the things that are driving value now. So if I ask an investor, you know what's no, there's a bunch of furniture, and then the attic and the basement's full of boxes full of stuff. Well, I want to see the boxes full of stuff <laughs> because that's where I'm going to find all the interesting, unique things that have been put away for years and forgotten about. After the free consultation, does that individual who's representing your side look through all those boxes of stuff and then identify what will be in each of the three categories, the trash, you keep it, or you are donating it? I would say that would be impossible to do on that half hour and 45 minutes because I've went in houses that may have 800 boxes in the basement and the attic. So what you're going to do from our point of view is we open up a sampling of the boxes. And it gives us an idea of is this stuff from the 40s, from the 50s, is most of it disintegrated and full of mouth residue, or is this stuff in good shape? So at that point, we can say, yes, this is a valuable sale for you. We're looking at about 50, 60% of this being saleable. But when we come in to do what we call the discovery and the sort, that's usually a two- or three-day project. There's a lot of things to get through on a property if you're going to do it the right way. And then the other question I know you come across with investors in particular, especially if you're flipping a house, how quickly is the entire process from the free consultation to, okay, you sold whatever you can sell, now you're out of here so I can move on with the next stage in the flip? Generally, we can have a house from full to empty within a week. That's and incredible. That's if you're, yeah, and that's if your schedule works and you don't have to sit there and hold our hand the whole time. I always tell people because people say, well, what if you find something I think I'd rather keep than sell? I'm like, well, the whole process is us finding things to sell for you and for us to offset our labor. 
So I always tell them, depending on how involved or how much they want to try to manage what I do, will be how quickly I can work on their behalf. And what's something that an investor would find surprising about the process that we haven't discussed already? Well, I think they'd find that they can have a check in their hands usually within 15 to 20 business days if we get it done quickly, and usually at the most 30 to 45. And that's a quick turnaround. Most of the time you call, let's say you do self-discovery. You're an investor and you find a bunch of neat things. You send them off to a local auction house. Generally, they'll work them in when they can work them in. With us, it's focused on that client at that time and meet their needs. So it can be a really big value add when you don't have to work out of your pocket because we just created ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 for you to work with. And then how do you make money? What percentage do you take? And are there other fees? We do a 40% commission rate, and we get paid after everything sells, so you're not working out of pocket. Depending on how the investor wants to work, if they've got dumpsters of their own and crews of their own and they want to do the dumpster under our guidance, that's fine. We partner nationally with Junk King, and they give us incredible rates for our clients. So that will come out of your proceeds. I'm not a trash service. I just facilitate the trash. And I give you the labor to decide what is trash, Mm -hmm. which is the best part because a lot of times you go in there and people walk past stuff and say, oh, that's just trash. And I'll say, well, then I'll just take that. And they'll say, oh, it must be good. And I'll say, yes, (laughs) it is good. So I will promise you that most of us always overvalue the things we like and undervalue the things we have no appreciation for. And it's those stories you hear where somebody finds a painting at Goodwill and sells it for 20000 because some kid was cleaning out mom and dad's house and thought it was ugly. So you just want a very knowledgeable eye, just like I would try to go in and rehab a house. I'm just not that person. But I can tell you if there's anything in there worth money, I can find it and turn it into money for you. Now let's switch gears a little bit, but on the same topic, obviously, and that is to markets that you're finding a lot of your new clients in. What are some of the markets? And the reason why I ask is because we'll know, based on your level of busyness and activity in a certain market, perhaps these are markets that there tends to be a lot of opportunities. And maybe if the best ever listeners can jump on those opportunities in those markets, and then we'll talk about some markets that maybe aren't as hot, but you see coming up or or getting hotter to try and be ahead of the curve? Well, I will tell you that we're in almost every hot market, and inventory is just, I hear it from realtors all over the United States that inventory is low. But the biggest opportunities I see in the real estate market right now is everywhere from Nashville to Charlotte to, let's say, Denver, these other cities where people are going in and buying the small, early, let's say, blue-collar fringe homes on these up-and-coming areas and turning them into Airbnb. It is the hottest thing going on in most of our major cities. And most of the kids that are handling mom and dad's estate, it was mom and dad's original home, because, you know, at that time, when my parents bought their home in 59, we didn't sell it until my mom passed away in 90. So people stayed in their homes. They didn't continually go big or better. So these small homes that are fairly near really exciting downtown areas 
are being scooped up by investors for really pennies on the dollar for what they eventually turn them into. And most are turned into these really awesome Airbnb properties. And people love it because they're close to downtown areas. It's better than a hotel. You feel like you're in a nicer environment. So that's really the hot trend we're seeing in real estate in all your big cities, Mm -hmm. plain and simple. We just were in Chicago, and I was staying in kind of an offbeat area of Chicago where it's just all these little blue-collar brownstone homes are being bought up one after another for the same purpose. So it's a trend, of course. And then I think the other real estate trend that no one has really figured out yet, and because I'm a baby boomer and I'm part of the largest part of the baby boomer group, is that all of us are going from big four-bedroom homes and we're all looking for that open floor plan, ranch style. And if somebody figures out how to penetrate and create that market, I will tell you, me and every one of my 240 friends is looking to do the same thing in the next five years. And you take that times my age group nationally, and there's an opportunity for someone to capitalize on that market. And just so I'm clear, are you talking about taking that house and doing what with it? Well, we're all going from big homes. We Uh all have four-bedroom-plus homes. But what we're all looking for is the homes that were being built in the 50s, if you remember the gold medallion homes by Sears and that. So we're looking for that home again because it's the right size, just about 2,000 square feet but we're looking for open floor plans for ambulatory skill reasons. So there's a few builders in really pockets that have started building that, Mm -hmm. but if someone builds that on a large scale to accommodate this generation downsizing the next 10 years, they're going to be able to name their price because in Cincinnati, if a one-floor plan goes on the market, it's generally sold within 48 hours. Without exception, and it doesn't even matter what the condition was because we're willing to turn it into what we want. Mm -hmm. So big market opportunity there, two good market opportunities. Well, thank you for that. And that is some great information on both fronts for new business plans or at least opportunities. In addition to your business model and something that I think a lot of the best ever listeners weren't aware of, Based on your experience, what is your best advice ever for real estate investors as it relates to what you do? As it relates to what I do, I just think to learn the value in contents as well as the value in the real property because there's so much waste being done by dumpster after dumpster going to landfills in a hurry to get to the property and get it flipped and resold. But people can just take a two- or three-day window and address the contents in the right way. It's going to diminish the cost of the project for them and speed it up, really, because Mm -hmm. it takes us less time than somebody who's hiring two 18-year-olds at $20 an hour to do it. You ready for the best-ever lightning round? Uh, I'll do the best. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I know you will. First, we'll hear from our best-ever partners. Are you an investor who self-manages, talks to your residents, collects checks, and handles all the day-to-day tasks? Well, there's a better way, best ever listener, and guess what that better way is? Secure Pay One. Secure Pay One, the landlord helper 
will have conversations over the phone with your residents whenever there's an issue, and the residents can pay you directly. So schedule your free trial and 30-minute session today at mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. That's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. The Target Market Insights podcast is just that, a show solely dedicated to help you learn about target markets through the people successfully shaping them. The show features professionals who work directly with the audience and market you want to connect with in real estate. Listen and subscribe today at TargetMarketInsights.com. That's TargetMarketInsights.com. Okay, Jackie, what's the best ever book you've read? Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Mm, Powerful, powerful book. Best ever deal you've done from a business standpoint? Building everything but the house. What's a mistake you've made in business? Not taking enough risk, being too conservative. Another book that I love is Who Moved My Cheese? That small book about mice who kept looking for the same cheese. I think most of us live in that moment way too long. So not being a big enough risk taker. And just learned that I came into this world with nothing. If I end with nothing, I've broken even. And it has helped (laughs) me with that. (laughs) I like that. What's the best ever way you like to give back? My big give back is every client that I serve. Because I bring to the table a very transparent, honest process that helps move them forward out of very emotional transitions. And instead of it costing them an arm and a leg to now get a house empty, I give them money to do the upgrades on their house to sell it at a better price. So that's our give back. How can the best ever listeners get in touch with you? www.ebth.com. Outstanding. Well, Jackie, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for talking about what you do, which is probably second nature to you, but it's not for a lot of listeners, myself included. I did not know about this business model and I did not know about this option. I guarantee there will be best ever listeners who have been thinking about missed opportunities from previous homes, especially with the quick turnaround with the week period. That's very important with investors and just an additional revenue stream. I mean, quite frankly, I don't care what you charge as long as it's more money that I would have made if I had thrown it out, which it would be more money than I would have made if you weren't present. So it's really interesting business model. It can help us as real estate investors. I'm grateful we had a conversation about this as well as what you're seeing from a more macro level from a non-real estate investor standpoint, but just from someone who is a business owner and has access to different markets and just intelligence within a certain demographic. So thanks for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day, Jackie, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Joe. The Target Market Insights podcast is just that, a show solely dedicated to help you learn about target markets through the people successfully shaping them. The show features professionals who work directly with the audience and market you want to connect with in real estate. Listen and subscribe today at TargetMarketInsights.com. That's TargetMarketInsights.com.